0: Today is the yurt site of the Bas Ayin, Rabbi do from Avruch, known for his book, his Sefer Bas Ayin. The Bas Ayin was one of the Gedoyle Chasidis, one of the great Hasidic masters. He was a student of Reb Nochem Chernobyl or Motla Chernobyl or Blavyetsek Berdichev. He himself never had children, so he didn't begin a dynasty, which is probably why he's a little le- less well known. But his Sefer Bas Ayin is one of the most important books of Chasidis. Rebavim Dov was born in Chmelnik. His father was a chesid of sharov Reb of Chmelnik. And then he became rov in Avruc. And then at the end of his life, the last years he spent in Tzvas, he moved to Eretz Yisrael, to the holy city of Tzvat, which is where he passed away and where he's buried. Now the Bas Ein was known in his lifetime, and one can see it in his Sefer in the book, for his utter, utter humility, his complete hachnon shiflos, total modesty and complete nullification to Hashem. And he mentions so many times in a Sefer how much one has to be careful not to get anywhere near being gaiva, any arrogance or haughtiness, just to really feel oneself always that everyone one meets is greater than oneself. That's what real modesty is. kol the sages taught us. Be humble before all people. And so that was the Bas Ain's Indian, the Indian of Anova, Shiflus, bittel. Now listen to this story. So Bas Ain became Rav in Tzvat, a Rebbe in Svat, and he was there in 1837 when the terrible, terrible earthquake happened in Svas. In 1837, there was a terrible earthquake in the Galil in the northern part of Eretz Yisrael, and it was felt also in Lebanon and Syria. And the entire city of Tzfat, which was one of the greatest f- greatest since was the 16th century, the greatest uh, cities of Jewish people, of, of Yiddishkeit, the flowering community of Tzfat, was completely decimated. The whole city was in ruins, and most of the, the Jews in the city were killed. Thousands and thousands of people. They say only a tenth of the population survived the earthquake. It was a great trauma. They moved afterwards to Shalim those survivors. They built houses that tried to make earthquake-proof. It was a terrible, terrible tragedy. And the Basayin was there on that day, on that terrible day. And the Messur is that when the earthquake happened, in his shul, they were in the middle of Chazerah Sashatz of Mincha. The, repeti- the Chazan's repetition of Shemona Esri of Mincha. And at that moment, as the earthquake was uh, was starting, the basain ran to the middle of the room and said to everyone to stand around him, to make a circle around him. And the Basin threw himself on the floor, Bepishyotadayim raglime, sticking out his hands and feet, threw himself on the floor, and everyone else stood around him. And half of the shul, like most of the buildings in Tzfas, the, were was completely decimated and for all the rocks fell and everything. And that half of the shul, where the Basayin was and the people surrounding him, they weren't injured at all. That part of the shul didn't fall down. And the shul is still standing there to this day. If one goes to the Iratika of Tzvat, the old city of Tzvat, you could see the shul. It's called the Beis medrash of Abavramdov of Avroch, And there's a sign outside the shul because the part that didn't fall down is still there. And there's a sign that outside the shul saying, "Ma mazeh." How great is this place? How awesome is this place? The base medrash of Avram Dov, the Rebbe of that saw that was able to prophesy the great earthquake, and because of him, many many people were saved. And the story is that after this terrible tragedy, they asked the Basayin Rebbe. How did you know? How, how did what did you see? How did you how did you what did you do? Why did you throw yourself on the floor? And Avrucha said that he saw as soon as the earthquake started coming, he saw that rocks weren't falling naturally; they weren't falling from below to above. He saw rocks flowing, flying from side to side, and so he knew he understood that this was the Samachmem, Mem, the the evil one, the other side, has come to destroy the city of Tzvat. And the Basayin said, when you're in such a tzara, such a terrible, dire, straight situation, the only aitzah there is, is his batlus. His batlus gemura, the only advice, the only thing that one can do is complete nullification of self, utter null, uh, annihilation of self, meaning that one is nothing other than God. How one comes to a place where you mamish just feel that you're a drop in the infinite ocean of God. You come to a complete state of nothingness, his batlus, and the bassine says that's what he did when he threw himself on the floor. And interestingly, I found that the Rebbe Rashab, Reb Shalom Dovber of Lubavitch, also writes the same idea. In a mimer, in Tofresh Nundaled, page 214, he writes, explaining what it says by Kriyas Yamsuf, before the splitting of the sea, it says, HaShem Yilochem Lechem v'atem Tachrish, and God will fight for you and you be silent. The Jewish people were supposed to be silent, meaning not even to daven. That's what the Zohar says, that the salvation of Chris Yamsuf came from a place that can't be reached through prayer, the place of Atik, the place where Taka, only God exists and everything is just within Him. And then the Rebbe Rashab says that he saw from one of the great Jews that somebody, God forbid, has a Tzorah G'dayla, has a terrible, terrible distress, something horrible, in an emergency situation. Because, of course, obviously one is supposed to daven all the time. But in all of a sudden, some terrible, terrible sorrow, some terrible tragedy, we shouldn't know from it, one is faced with. The Rebbe Hashab writes, One has to have such utter trust in God, Not even to daven on it. Shum dover. Not to try to do a school or something like going to the mikvah or something. Kim just to trust God. This is the silence. Which is a tremendous nullification. A a complete give, strong giving oneself to God. One has to always be humble. One has to always know that we're in the presence of God. So how could we possibly be arrogant? But And we shouldn't need this chalila, but we learned from the Basain from, from the Rebbe Rashab, that if a person is ever faced with a terrible, terrible thing, there's such an Indian of his batlus gemura, just throwing yourself into God, going to a place higher than prayer could reach, just complete silencing of self within Hashem. Now, of course, that's in an unusual, threatening situation, but usually, of course, we always have to daven. But there's such a thing of coming to that place of complete ayn ve'efes, of being completely nullified within God, and having the salvation come from there. We should never need it, and we should have the ultimate salvation of Mashiach right now, mamish.